Hark the bardic paladin Who sings and plays again He tells the tales of glory And weaves a magic story He'll join you at your table And ask you to share a fable Heroes of humble origin Villains who must be fought again No matter their skill or prowess The people in life are countless so we pray you heed our request. Enjoy this tale of sidekicks and sidequests. Episode 11 Nile, the Warforged Plague Doctor. Welcome to Sidekicks and Sidequests, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast that helps to put humans back into humanity and breathe life into your campaign NPCs with backstory and bravado. That's right, we're building a world, one character at a time. I am your host, Kurt Krenwelge, the Bardic Paladin, and welcome to the Levitating Platter. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Sidekicks and Sidequests. So I tallied the votes once again, and you all elected to hear about a plague doctor. So I went on the Wikipedia page and did a glance of that page and branched out and followed some other articles and uh, pretty interesting stuff considering at the time of this recording we are currently dealing with a pandemic and uh, thankfully our medicine and our science has advanced so that we aren't having to be dependent on some of these techniques which they thought they believed would cure the bubonic plague that was ravaging the world uh, during the Middle Ages. But I thought it would be fun and interesting and supportive to our first responders, to our medical community who intersect with Dungeons and Dragons to make up a cool NPC that they could use in their game. Someone who is going to be determined and fighting for the survival of all. So without further ado, let's go ahead and go into NPC creation. So what is the character's name? The way that I came about this is I ended up writing a short story that I'm going to use uh, in the random encounter section. And so in writing that story, I've been able to think on these questions. So the character's name is Niall, which is spelled N-I-A-L-L. -L. It's a Irish name. What is their ancestry? I tried to think of what would be a good race ancestry for this particular NPC and as I thought more on it and I looked up the stats for this particular ancestry I thought this was a no-brainer and I ended up picking Warforged because they don't need to eat, they don't need to sleep, they don't need to breathe, and uh, they're immune to disease. And so I thought it would be very cool to have a plague doctor or someone going around curing people um, who was a Warforged who could basically embody the fighting spirit that is our real-world medical and scientific community. So I thought that would be cool. What is their job or role? Originally, um, Niall was part of 
uh, an army. He was a soldier. And I'll be happy to share more in the in the story that I wrote up. But yes, essentially he was a soldier. And then the plague swept through and killed his prince, who was commanding his army. And then the warforged just kind of dispersed because they had no purpose because their leader got killed. And then Niall happened to stumble upon the corpse of a plague doctor and then found a renewed sense of purpose and then donned the costume of the plague doctor and now he goes around just traveling the lands and uh curing people as uh, as need be how old is the character well considering that warforged can be as little as a couple of years old to no one knows how old i would say probably like five probably about five years there was a there was a good bit of campaigning that was going on as far as these this war that i talked about in the story but yeah he's probably a couple years old he's still fresh he's still got shiny bits on his armor and he's still got battle scars and chips in the wood and armor from the campaigns and and battles that he was in describe your physical appearance i would say that nile is six foot five and he's probably closer towards the end of 300 pounds uh since he is made up primarily of wood and steel, iron, a combination of organic and inorganic materials. That's, of course, when you see him without uh, the Plague Doctor robes on. You see this combination of steel and wood and gems and magic. It's all constructed together. In the armor, you can see his rank designations from when he was in the Prince's army. He was a pikeman and you can see that uh, indicated on his shoulders where he would have pauldrons on his chest there is a symbol for the house of the prince that he originally served and as well you can see that there are slight chips there are slight dings so it does look like uh, Nile has done some self-repair work to make sure that he doesn't fall apart anytime soon but yeah otherwise over that he's just wearing this long black robe he took the plague doctor mask and just affixed it to his face even though he doesn't need to breathe because traditionally the the nose part of that plague doctor mask is it's filled with aromatics um so things like myrrh and flowers and you know good smelling things get stuffed in there since in the medieval times they thought that it was bad smells essentially that caused plagues and disease so he keeps that going though it doesn't necessarily affect him and yeah uh so tall heavy you know <laughs> made of metal and wood and and everything i know his eyes the warforged eyes that you see glowing underneath the mask are probably like this sort of icy blue and that that's just the magic uh from the gems that are his eyes and the slits in the face from the mask from his face underneath the mask that's what shows through describe nile in three adjectives i would say that purposeful because now that he is uh taking on this role this task to cure i would say calculating he likes to pour over knowledge. He likes to get as much detail and understanding as he can to try and make the best decision and to win. Like I said, he was a combat soldier. He was designed and born to win fights. So it makes sense that as a construct, he is constantly trying to figure out what's going to be the best strategy, what's going to be the best approach to get the objective accomplished. 
And the final adjective that I would say is empathetic. And this is a relatively new trait that he's learned since the first few years of his short life has been nothing but war. Now that he is taking on this new identity, he's taking on this new task, he is beginning to tap more into the humanity of his creation and understanding that, hey, I am helping people. I am trying to stop the spread of this virus, this disease, this plague. And, uh, you know, I have to care about the people that I'm helping, whether they're humans, whether they're dwarves or elves or halflings or gnomes or goblins or whatever. He just journeys the land. He tries to be in their shoes, have good bedside manner and try and help out. What is a valuable item, piece of lore, a secret, or a idealer concept that Niall possesses and why? I think the piece of lore that is obvious to Niall and to players if they were to meet him is that since he was a pikeman, since he has these advanced combat training techniques, I feel like, uh, you know, his appearance can be deceiving and that uh, certainly he is this skilled tactician. He is this skilled fighter and he would know of these advanced fighting techniques, especially with pole arms, with longer reaching weapons. And so certainly if someone came across him and, and needed training or wanted to learn, that might be something that we could factor in into the reward of a side quest or something like that. But I think that's good is that, uh, you know, he's this doctor, but obviously he had this past as a soldier. And uh, so it goes to make sense that he knows all of the fighting techniques of not only pole arms, but I think just of the whole prince's army and the war forge that were created for his army. He knows exactly how they fight. So if maybe you decide to use this NPC and build out more with the backstory that's uh, been written up and provided, then that might be something cool. What is a particular quest that you'd be willing to recruit or hire the player characters to go and do? Well, I mean, it could be something as easy as getting ingredients but i feel like as a warforged because he would have taken an alchemy set and gotten training on that so he could make the different uh, vials and medicines and cures uh for the plague i'm thinking maybe it's got to be a little more high stakes a little more advanced it was interesting to read in the backstory of our real world plague doctors because they were paid by cities they tried all these different techniques you know like bloodletting and stuff with leeches the article says that most plague doctors didn't actually cure people but there were some that were successful like this nile character an irishman who traveled about spain france and italy and then of course nostradamus everyone knows him as a famous medieval renaissance prophet kind of a guy but Apparently, he was also a plague doctor, too. But I'm thinking that the thing that could serve as a basis for a side quest is that apparently because plague doctors were paid for by city-states, by governments to help cure the people, they were record keepers of who all had died. And also sometimes they were sought after prizes for bandits. And so I'm wondering if it might not be interesting that Niall himself has been been captured by a series of bandits and he's being held perhaps Niall is being ransomed to a local baron 
or a local town, city-state, demanding that they pay these bandits an exorbitant amount of money and then they'll release him. So that could be an interesting side quest. If you help this town, you help this baron, you help this local area, then you could, you know, rescue Niall, have him return to the town, be able to provide you a cure, and uh, be able to provide you these advanced fighting techniques or at least knowledge of Warforged. Or Niall asks your party to provide protection because in, you'll find out in the story that perhaps maybe Warforged aren't looked on so kindly and maybe some people might act superstitious as far as Plague Doctors are concerned because they've heard stories of what other Plague Doctors have done. So maybe if it's not being rescued from the clutches of a bandit gang, maybe it's, hey, I need protection journeying to the next town and while I'm in the next town because the people there are not friendly to Warforged or they are openly hostile towards Plague Doctors. So that might be a good quest. And so like discussed, you know, what's going to be reward? It's going to be that fighting technique. It's going to be that uh, knowledge of how Warforged operate could be a cure, especially maybe if one of the party members decides to do something and as a result gets they get stricken with this plague and that Niall would have a curative to remove it. Uh, what's going to be the consequence of refusing the call or not being able to successfully complete the mission? Well, if Niall is not rescued or he's not able to make it safely to the next town, you know, that, that puts more townspeople, more common folk in danger of catching this plague and dying. Niall could be seriously hurt or quote-unquote killed, broken. So then he's just laying there. He's not able to continue to pass on that knowledge, to pass on the cure uh, to help people. And I think without further ado, let's go ahead and get into a random encounter. This week, it'll be a little different since I decided to write up a whole story, uh, which would make up the random encounter and hopefully give you some insight into how I was thinking of the character and, you know, how he could go forward in your game. The Steel Prince's army of Warforged had descended en masse to the surrounding principalities, seeking to cut them down, bring them under his rule, and claim dominion over the land as an emperor. The once fertile fields of man ran thick with the blood of peasants and knights, cut down by the autonomous and unyielding war machine. That was when the plague arrived and changed the course of the war. The plague had no alliances in this conflict. The plague just sought to grow and spread. Man and beast were not spared as village, town, and hamlet were struck with death. Even the steel prince himself could not be spared. When the news arrived of his demise, the principalities did their best to tend to their people. The warforged, with no clear directive, began to wander, purposeless. Many common folk openly hated the man-machines, refusing them in their towns and killing them in horrific, frenzied mobs. After all, if it were not for the Steel Prince, surely this plague would not have come. In his wandering, he found a corpse in the sty of an abandoned farm that had been turned into a makeshift alchemy lab. It was the corpse of a plague doctor. He examined the body, and he found a journal that the man had been keeping, a name, Nile. The artificial man had only known the art of war. What did he know of saving life? He read the journal, Exploits of the War, the emergence of the plague, tending to peasants and landed gentry, curatives and medicines, 
thoughts and opinions on the origins and methods of transmission of the plague, he came to the last journal entry. May the gods look on my service with favor. I tried. I tried to help them. But it seems not even I could be spared from the wrath of this hellish pestilence. They drove me away as I was trying to help a little girl. They dragged her away. I escaped, but not before I was wounded myself. I have found this abandoned farm. I should be isolated from the rest of the village. Whomever finds my body, would you take my charge? Will you save those that I cannot now save? Save them. Save them. An emotion stirred in the man-machine. Sorrow. Compassion. He carefully removed the garments and gear of Nile and buried him on the property. He donned the robes and affixed the mask to his head. Purpose. No longer just a cog in the war machine. He was Nile. At dawn's first light, now called Nile, he walked into the village. I thought we sent you away, plague walker, a voice cried out. A thuggish man emerged from a building. Soon, town folk gathered at their windows and doorways. A crowd of ruffians began to form around Nile. If the Duke thinks he can kill us all by sending another plague walker to our homes, we'll stick your head on a pike outside his gates to remind him, the thuggish man shouted to rile the crowd. A chorus of cheers, the rattling of pitchforks and sickles. The thuggish man goes to grab Nile and throw him down, but is surprised when Nile grabs him and throws the man to the ground in a flash of speed. Several men attempt to restrain Nile, but the instinct of combat kicks in, and a series of punches and kicks sends all of the men flying clutching their sides as their blows hit harder than a normal man. An urchin rushes up and begins to slash at Nile, a rip of fabric and a shower of sparks as the dagger clashes against the steel frame of his body. There is a collective gasp as the crowd retreats. A war machine! The steel prince seeks to kill us from beyond the grave! Doors begin to slam shut. Windows are barred. Then there is a cough and a wheeze. A little girl emerges out from a window and begins to approach Nile. A woman begins to cry and unlatches a door. Her husband tries to restrain her. The young sons rush towards Nile, brandishing wooden swords and clubs. They stop as the young girl reaches to be picked up by the man machine. Nile extends his hands and scoops up the little girl. He approaches the house and begins to pull out a vial from the bag. I now have purpose. I am to carry out this man Nile's name and work. Please, take this vial. It should help strengthen her resolve. I must save her. The family stands shocked. The mother takes the child, clutching the coughing and wheezing little girl. The husband takes the vial with caution. Thank you, the husband whispers. I recommend that your family stay indoors. Try to avoid being close to other people until she has recovered. Ensure that she is getting proper rest, Nile intones. Mechanically, Nile proceeds to walk through the village. Eyes peek through the curtains and cracked doors. Nile now has purpose. He spies the signpost, five miles to the next village. Nile affixes his gaze down the road and strides forward. <laughs> There you go. That was my crack at the Plague Doctor type NPC for this week. I had a lot of fun originally coming up with that short story uh, and then formulating all the other character details around that. So I hope that you found this entertaining. I hope that, again, you remember all of those who have passed 
from this disease and uh, that you certainly take a moment to thank all of our EMTs, our uh, nurses and doctors, our pharmacists, and not only them, but also those who are carrying on with making sure that the rest of society functions and uh, can live. So thank you all. Uh, we're going to get all through this together. We're going to be a closer human family once we get through the other side of this. The whole point of this show is to put the humans back into humanity and to, you know, just show that, hey, we're all people. We're all trying to live. We're all trying to survive. And, you know, by golly, we're going to do that. So thank you again for listening to this episode. I hope you have a great week and can't wait to get the next guest episode to you. Take care. Be safe. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidekicks and Sidequests. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast through Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Overcast, or feel free to save the RSS feed to use the app of your choice. Visit our website, https colon forward slash forward slash sidekicksandsidequests.com for links, write-ups of the NPCs, and to learn more about the podcast. To stay up to date and share your fan creations, you can like and follow the podcast on social media by searching for at Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The podcast is also on Reddit, so join our subreddit community at r slash Podcast to share your art, stories, discussions, and commentary. If you'd like to hail the bard, send an email to sidekicksandsidequests, all one word, at gmail.com. I ask that you please leave an honest review on iTunes to help spread the word about the show. Sidekicks and Sidequests is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy, meaning I'm not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Copyright Wizards of the Coast, LLC. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you at the pub next time. Bar to rock on one, two, one, two, three, four! Oh! Psychics, psycho